and thank you for tuning in to Number One Liaison's channel for all of your business needs. Um, you can check out our website at NumberOneLiaison.com. Also, you can email us at info at NumberOneLiaison.com um, for all of your business support and administrative and call center needs there. So, um, in this episode, we actually will be discussing how to legitimize your business. So, there um, are several steps that one would need to do in order to legitimize their business. Um, and legitimize, I don't mean just having a business name or having a phone number to operate it on. Um, not so much as location-wise, but definitely the steps to legitimize it. So, um, stay tuned for that. Also, um, for some of the services here that you guys need assistance with, contact me. I'll help you with that. Um, and the first thing in how to legitimize your business that you would want to do, or not the first thing, you don't have to pretty much go in any particular order, just saying disclaimer on that. Now, um, you want to establish a business phone number in the 800 round, 800-866-888-8558 something, okay? Um, in that round, one that um, everyone pretty much uh, is aware of. Um, so, an 800 number of some sort. Um, also, or a toll-free number, I should say. Um, there's Grasshopper, Rain Central, a couple of other um, places that offer this for a very cheap rate. Um, so, you should be able to, to find out or research a little bit on a couple of the places that do that. There's different um, options as far as you know, payments and, and what you're looking for as far as budget with the different companies. So, um, what I do recommend is no Google Voice. Um, Google Voice is a no because it will not pass business verification for a lot of the things that you want to do in order to legitimize it. Um, that will go along the steps to, to figure out or I'll let you know. Um, so, basically, no Google Voice numbers when getting or obtaining the business phone number. Um, also, you want to choose a business name. Now, um, some Secretary of State websites actually give you the option um, of searching at that point to either search for and reserve your name at that point to make sure that it's not already in use in that state by another business or another person um, for by any means necessary in that case. Um, some states do not offer that option. Um, being that some states don't offer that option, you do want to do a Google search or um, whatever your, you know, Bing, DuckDuckGo, whatever your preferred search engine is, um, and see what's out there in relation to that business. Also, you can do a domain search as well to see um, if that business name has been taken. So, you know, you can kind of separate yourself a little bit in that aspect um, because that's going to be a very important thing coming along and what you'll need to do. Um, so, um, some of the, excuse me, what I forgot to mention, some of the Secretary of State websites do not give you the option to check that, but they will give you the option to, um, to do a business search, business name search rather, but they will give you the option to um, list up to three companies' names or options of a name. Um, in relation to the name that you would like to choose just because, just in case that, that name is not available that you're looking for. So keep that in mind when you're searching um, that you may or may not have the availability to access or search for that information on the Secretary of State website. So do your due diligence on the, the um, other search engines prior to 
um, going to the Secretary of State to, to get your name. Um, now, as well, um, you want to purchase a domain as well, a domain name. Um, those are usually about $20 or under, depending upon the domain name of choice. Um, if it's a popular one or you want to loan something that's already been established um, and you're kind of trying to hang on that, those may cost a little bit more. Um, but general ones are usually about $20. Okay, so um, you want to use that to as well separate you know, yourself from other businesses. So you want to try to have that um, in the business name, if possible, or as close to it as possible. Okay. So um, you also want to establish your business email address, info at um, your name at, uh, you know, services at, sales at, customer service at, whatever at, um, whatever you need to put before that at, and your domain name dot com. Um, you know, it's up to you. You want to have probably three. Um, I recommend at least a minimum of one, which will be the info at, which is the general one. Um, so, um, most of those can be found or purchased or added on to a domain or your hosting package, um, depending upon how you get your domain or how you're doing your website. Um, so, when, then that's what we're moving into now as far as the website. Um, now that you have a domain, you want to go ahead and get a business website as well. Um, Squarespace, Vistaprint, GoDaddy, um, or just a few of the you know places out there. There's lots now um, as far as places that's offering um, website services. So check there as well for um, you know um, budgets and things like that because those vary. Um, a lot of those you can do yourself if you are not tech savvy they still have you know the how-to guides and can walk you through it or their services you can pay for to have it done for you um if you give them a general idea of what you're looking for in the um, the scope of your website so um you also want to choose a business location um i recommend not using a ups or a mailbox location as a business address um because they were accepted um to be used as well back in the day through the United States Postal Service and the government. However, um, unfortunately, um, UPS has these mailbox locations that will not pass uh, when you're trying to do things like um, you can get the LLC in it, but it won't pass when you're trying to do business verification for some things that I'll mention as well. So I recommend, once again, not using a UPS or mailbox location as your business address. You can use it to receive mail. Um, and you can also shop for virtual business locations, which um, most of those of you guys have not heard of them. You're able to um, pay so much a month. They vary depending upon the city and the accessibility. Um, where it's usually an office location, a conference room sort, where they have multiple rooms available, where you can book time slots for your business to come in and hold meetings, um, utilize those rooms and other things um, for businesses that will help you when you may have a home office or um, you may work at a home location or somewhere like that, not a brick and mortar location. So those are good places to use in order to have meetings if you don't want people coming to your home or you're not going to want to meet in a coffee shop, which due to COVID right now is um, a little bit harder to do. So um, just to keep that in mind. Um, as well, the location of where you have your business records is actually going to be your business location. 
Now, you can say that you have this um, virtual location that you have meetings at or that you get mail at, but your primary business location is going to be wherever you hold, hold or house your business records or records for the business, which if that is, um, if you have a home office, that will be your home address. Now, um, if you have a brick and mortar location, then by all means use that, you know, of course that's preferred, but there are other ways to get around and do other things um, in order to have a business location or to conduct business period. Um, and that was just some quick info about, you know, how to do some things without or with having a rented um, location. So, um, you also want to choose a business entity type um, or business structure as well. So, um, you have, you know, your sole proprietorship uh, partnership, which will be your limited liability partnership, your limited partnership, general partnership, it's different types of partnerships. Those are layers. Um, then you have your S-Corps, your regular corporations, um, your LLCs, and, and other things of that nature. I actually am going to be releasing another video um, so that you guys will know um, a, break, a full breakdown because there are lots of bit different business structures. Um, so that'll be separate, so stay tuned for that. Um, as well, you want to register your business with the Secretary of State and whatever your, um, or whatever your state's um, outline is for legitimizing or legalizing your business as far as getting whatever type of corporation you're choosing to go with, um, whether that's a corporation, excuse me, it could be a sole proprietorship, it could be an LLC, whatever your business structure is. Um, so now you want to go to the Secretary of State website for your state or local government. Um, some places handle that differently, so you do want to check and see which, how your state handles that. Um, you also have to go through, um, you may have to go through um, city or county offices uh, for some small local municipalities just due to um, the way that their business services may be set up or how they actually um, incorporate um, businesses as far as what their rules are. Those vary by state, county, and all of that. So, um, you want to also research as well if there are any other operational licenses or certificates that may be required by the state, your county, or your city. Um, some places, depending on the type of business that you're operating, may require you to have additional paperwork or um, get additional, like I said, licenses. So, check into that depending upon your. Um, type of business and also what you'll be doing or service or product you'll be offering. Um, you also want to get an EIN number. Um, you also want to choose as well when you get your um, LLC or whatever um, business um, you register, once you register rather with the Secretary of State. Um, you're also going to have um, generally an option there to um, download immediately. So some states give you the option to download immediately. One state I had a business in, I could do the LLC, pay the money, um, incorporate everything, and then download it right then. Another state I have a business in, I had to um, go through the process, and then they contact you within generally five to 10 days to let you know whether you're approved or not. Um, so that's how, and you get your certificate at that time. Um, so it just depends on as well how that works. Now, moving on to the EIN number, um, and you will get that at the irs.gov, irs um, their website there. So you want to make sure um, to choose your industry wisely. Um, and upon confirming, um, confirming that you have completed your EIN registration, 
um, for the business, um, then you actually would. They usually give you the option to either have it mailed to you or the business address um, in approximately 10 to 14 days, or you can download it right then immediately. I recommend downloading it immediately. Um, unless a business is actually doing it for you, so then they will probably have it um, sent to your business location if you're paying a service to do that. Um, also, you want to have a business bank account um, that once you have a um, some kind of incorporation paperwork from your Secretary of State and then you have your EIN number, which is what banks will ask you for when you're opening an account generally, um, you want to definitely open that up. Um, enlist yourself or whoever other, however many other parties you have that are um, in the financial aspect of the business or handle the business to a financial portion, which usually they only like for you to have one or maybe two um, people to handle the money there so that it's not kind of a mixture of where's the money at um, as things go along and they could get complicated. So, um, a couple of business bank account options um, would be, of course, Aslo is one. Um, they do business banking. They only do business banking. I know they were switching to um, another bank, bought them out, but they're really good because they let you do invoicing and all of that um, for free. It comes with the account. Um, and then you have, um, of course, Wells Fargo, you know, your Navy Federal, B of A, um, Chase. All of the big banks as well have, you know, business bank accounts. Um, one thing I do want to let you know, just in case you're unaware, you want to make sure that the industry that you are going into or that you're choosing to be in is not on the restricted um, list. So all banks and all merchants have a restricted list or you know set of businesses they restrict or don't want to do business with uh, for whatever reason. Usually they are um, businesses that have a high cash or a lot of transactions that can be monitored or will have a high cancellation rate um, where things are constantly like you're getting so many sales a week but then also you're doing so many refunds that or chargebacks. So um, things that they can't keep track of like cash money and also those type of things are kind of um, businesses that they don't want. So check with um, the industry that you're choosing and also verify with the banks that you're trying to go with. Um, some have their restricted industries list available online. I suggest checking it and cross-referencing it with the business industry you're into before contacting the bank to even waste your time going through applications for them to tell you you're on the restricted industries list. So, um, also you want to do marketing. Um, you want to, of course, have a logo if, if, if possible. You know, you want to get it as soon as possible. You definitely want to have one as far as when you get it is up to you. That depends on, you know, your financial situation. And if you can create your own logo, by all means, go ahead and do so. Something that's better than nothing. So um, having a logo sometimes can be just as important as having a website. So in that aspect, you do want to try to get that, you know, as quickly as you can. Um, now, you also want to have, um, like, some of the regular things like business cards, um, you're going to meet people, you're going to be out there networking, you know, COVID is happening, but there's a lot of um, online networking seminars and things that people are having that I attend as well, like SBA stuff also um, for my businesses. So, you know, there's lots of resources there, but you want to um, at least be able to brand yourself and have some way of communication and communicating and networking with others. Um, so business cards, flyers, banners, um, depending on the type of business you have and also your business location, 
will be the type of marketing or you know physical things that you have that you can actually give out or people can see. Um, but you definitely want business cards as a minimum. Um, you also want to establish yourself on all of the basic free platforms. Um, LinkedIn, there's Yellow Pages, you know, Google, Yelp, Facebook, um, Alignable, you know, you have your Instagram, um, a lot of other um, business platforms, which um, I'll be coming out with a book soon so that I can itemize and list all of the resources that I have that people will definitely um, probably be able to utilize a lot in that aspect. So, um, that is just a general overview of how to legitimize your business. Um, there'll be more coming soon as well as I'll have a breakdown of additional things um, that I outline in there also. Um, so, once again, um, visit our website, number1liaison.com. Also, feel free to email us, info at number1liaison.com. Contact us if you guys have any questions or if there's any particular topics or videos that you would like for me to do. And um, thank you very much for tuning in.